If you're looking to get your taxes done, contact Wildlife Tax Service. Email service at gmail.com or contact wildlifetaxservices.com. Or you can contact Wildlife Tax Services at 1708-517-6281. They call him Debo Mac is the worst popping artist of the day on Riders Live, y'all. Let's get it. Sinister facts, I'm in it to dish out crack Attract masses to rage out Roll up and slap your minister When rap found a way to impact the literature My passion enhanced My rhyme been advanced Where I've been at is live and litter With niggas who run around with unregistered gats To get at your Mac 11s in a mask With a flat black diligent no backpack Bust and make you backpack For money they on your cerebellum like a snapback Have you stuffed in a black lap In a knapsack Dead as a doorknob this isn't for any miniatures, I'm a minotaur If you don't kill it, then what you in it for? Spit sicker than sycamore since I was ten or more You in it for? Trying to rob a nigga who won It's fun and games to you on the other side of a gun That's why a lot of people looking for a way to get out I'm shooting darts trying to show you what the weight is about Hey, to transform the fan in the wake of a doubt No snakes in my grass, I be raking them out Think I'm blind all the time, I be faking them out Snakes in my grass, I'll be breaking the mouth. Thinking I'm blind all the time, I'll be faking the mouth. Show you what the weight is about. Masonic, never been a free nigga in my days I show you how to decapitate him in nine ways I try to stay ahead of the game by nine plays Live but never give up, what I define is praise You strange, it don't take the average Joe to see that I'm hot And I don't mean what bitches thought about Devontae Took a liking to licking the shot Big enough to knock elastic from out of your socks I hit them off, flow burn them Hit your body like off. Don't even write your name by mine nigga Smear it off, I'm drastic My mind Mindset is galactic. I can moonwalk blindfolded in high traffic. Better leave a pen and some paper in my casket. Game sucked like Titanic, but I lasted. Mike was a hot ghost pepper when I passed it. Man, nigga, son of my flow, the rhyme bastard. No matter how hot, leave you froze regardless. You gon' need a Carhartt jacket and two parkers. History ain't never been even, that's what it taught us. Last thing you wanna be is harmless. Sharks is everywhere, maneuver in the darkness. You gotta have heart when you're dealing with the heartless. 
this I'm on point five times over like a starfish Never been stepped on like bath mats So I will never tarnish Yeah I'm on point five times over like a starfish Never been stepped on like bath mats I will never tarnish uh, Beast regardless Yeah This shit up off my chest. You fuck with me for the last time. I'm drinking gin. Remember what happened last time? We was at your cousin's house when I flipped out. I broke the coffee table, then we had to dip out. Probably don't even remember where the anger came. I saw you flirt at work. You told me that his name was Shane or James. Whatever, I don't give a flying fuck. If you correct me, I'ma have to fuck his ass up. Cause I know that you messing with him like we not involved. I feel like Sherlock Holmes looking for clues on the problem you created. But I got a saw. Make me wanna watch his blood leak until he's not off. You got a lot of nerve. Every problem we ever had, you flipped around. And next thing I know, you coming at me like I always bring you pain you do not deserve. Flapping off at the mouth like wings on a flock of birds. It's a roller coaster, you and me. With the up and down, only time I ever get peace when you not around. It's always good in the beginning, but you never know the shady shit until the sun is gone. It's whatever though. A roller coaster, you and me. With the up and down, only time I ever get peace when you not around. It's always good in the beginning, but you never know the shady shit until the sun is gone, it's whatever though. Don't get me started with your favorite cousin. Her claim to fame was her mom giving the pussy up to David Ruffin. Always giving out advice, but never had a husband. Every party she makes in Bacardi with the Robitussin. Now that's a gutter butt bitch, but she not as phony. You and her were smoking weed with niggas when I lost my homie. I'm more disgusted with myself because I had the proof. Like a survivor in the black church with Dylan Roof. There's consequences to the way you act. Today I sat in darkness trying to iron up my thinking, so I stay intact. Said you was leaving, then you say you back. I never seen an animal leave out of an area when they stay in fat. You had the best of me. Now all that's left is me hoping you get the COVID-19 and an STD. Feel like I'm in an ocean and an anchor fell on me. Just because I fell for you don't mean you worth a felony. It's a roller coaster, you and me. With the up and down, only time I ever get peace when you not around. It's always good in the beginning, but you never know the shady shit until the sun is gone. It's whatever though. A roller coaster, you and me. With the up and down, only time I ever get peace when you not around. It's always good in the beginning, but you never know the shady shit until the sun is gone. It's whatever though. A roller coaster, you and me. With the up and down, only time I ever get peace when you not around. It's always good in the beginning, but you never know the shady shit until the sun is gone. It's whatever though. A roller coaster, you and me, with the up and down. Only time I ever get peace when you're not around. It's always good in the beginning, but you never know the shady shit until the sun is gone. It's whatever though.
stuck in his own, staying in a lane, grinding every day, every fucking day, it never stops. You know it's real when it starts with a clap tone, easy bars on the beat, got a backbone, I'm the opposite of anybody laughed on, cruise through your city feeling like I'm back home, all the rhymes coming out is a heat check, hungry like a skinny reject, who ain't eat yet, you ain't got your feet wet, what I detect, ran 10 songs in a week, that's a beat vet, who I am, it's not a nigga posing for the gram, I take a bullet from my close fam, ever since full ball head motherfuckers hit the stage with a track trying to make the world slam, I go and get it, the eyes been against me for a minute, but now I'm back putting on the clinic, I'm not the one to mimic, to anybody thinking I'm a gimmick, take a dirt nap, with dog shit mixed in it, heavy lines on the beat, that's a fat bar, in the cut like blood on a bad scar, in the booth kinda feeling like a track star, I move high speed like NASCAR, reppin' when it's game time, cause it's on now, in my own lane, in the zone now, if they didn't know then, but they know now, if they didn't know then, but they know now, never, never give me half, I want the whole thing, I can still move weight like a cold chain, from the beat to the street when it's coming out, y'all JV niggas in a pro game, I need a classy chick in the own lane, we in the bedroom taking up a cold name, gotta have a nerve on her like Cobain, and a deep throat, I'm a grown man, never really been a hard person to track down, still nervous when they run the background, hella hard coming up when you're from the mud, cold blue coming through trying to crack down, on your head for the money like a hard hat, been fly like wheels on a tarmac, a lot of weight on my shoulders like car jacks, I shake it off on the beat where the bar's at. Heavy lines on the beat, that's a fat bar In the cut like blood on a bad scar In the booth, kinda feeling like a track star I move high speed like NASCAR Reppin' when it's game time Cause it's on now Got my own lane, in the zone now If they didn't know then, but they know now If they didn't know then, but they know now Heavy lines on the beat, that's a fat bar In the cut like blood on a bad scar In the booth, kinda feeling like a track star That was Debo Mac off his new album, These Words of Mine, with 51.7, whatever though, and they know now. Available on all streaming platforms. Y'all make sure y'all go ahead and download, stream, and patronize this album, y'all. <laughs> Welcome for another edition of What's Poppin', y'all. Tom Brady retiring. That's what's poppin'. Ben Roethlisberger retiring. That's what's popping. Season two of Ghost. That's what's popping. These words are mine by Debo Mack. That's what's popping. Too much game podcast. That's what's popping. Broadcast podcast. That's what's popping. AFC North repping in the Super Bowl. That's what's popping. Porch times with Miss McKinney. That's what's popping. 
West Virginia commonplace, that's what's popping. With pussy monologues, that's what's popping. Cool out corner, that's what's popping. Bet the house podcast, that's what's popping. Law speaks, that's what's popping. Toxic Bible study, that's what's popping. <laughs> Man, do you want to keep a well-groomed appearance? Go to ConiacBlack.com for all of your personal grooming needs. That's ConiacBlack.com. Welcome to Riders Live. I'm your host, Riders. The name of this episode is called Sucker Shit. So one of my first business ventures was a barber shop. Fresh out of barber school, one of the guys that I went to barber school with, we also attended college together. And I won't say his name out of respect, but the story just has to be told. So I actually found the location for a barber shop, which which was 75th and exchange right next to LNG restaurant. It's an awesome location on 75th and exchange right next door. Perfect spot for a barbershop. Good deal on the rental of the barbershop. $6.50 a month. Traffic everywhere. Everything. Grocery store, liquor store across the street. Matra, ideal location for a barbershop. So I scoped it out. And I actually went into a partnership with my friend from college and barber school as well. So what wound up happening is, his mom, she had a bag. And they went over that and signed the lease without me. Shout out to his mom. Mom, she was real genuine. She financed the whole operation, the whole barbershop. She she didn't really have to do that much because it had been a shop prior, but the people who got the business, they just didn't appreciate it because it was handed down or whatever. Same thing with my partner. So I'm about to get into it. So. We had maybe eight stations, a nail tech station, two two sinks, two dryers. It was booming, it was popping. We did a grand opening and everything. His mom, she was so player. She allowed us to build up our clientele for one or two months without any type of booth rent or anything. But at the time, I had a full-time job. So I'd come there when I was off. I'd come on the weekends. I had a key. So I was like the manager or part owner of the shop, which was good. But my partner, he was just money hungry. On top of that, it was a lot of other things that, that I'm about to get into. So 
we had our own washer, dryer, everything in the shop. It was booming. Everybody wanted to come there. We were not experienced in owning a shop, but from other business ventures that I had, I knew how to proceed with everything. So we had a grand opening. Everybody knew we had a shop. It was a big turnout for it. We did it. Everything was cool. Boom. So we got two stylists. Shout out to Terrence and Silas over east. If anybody from Chicago over east, y'all know Terrence and Silas. We had a braider, two braiders. Initially, the first braider, her name was Queen. The second braider, her name was Miranda. And some of the people in the shop, we had King Bolo, Desmond, Shannon, Ronnie, Chris, among other people. So everybody was licensed except the owner. Yes, everybody in the shop was licensed except the owner. But we had a business license, so everything was everything was cool. So we could wash our own towels and everything because we had a washer and dryer combo up in there. So maybe not even a week later, Everybody coming to me like, you know, where the washer and dryer, where the washer and dryer. I'm like, I don't know where the washer and dryer is. So come to find out, the owner, he sold it. So he had substance abuse issues, but I didn't notice, I didn't know. But his mom was financing it, so the responsibility really wasn't on me. I was just helping him and paying booth rent in there. You know, she knocked off a little bit for me helping him actually manage the shop, but he actually sold the washer and dryer combo because he had substance abuse issues. Now, I didn't know this. There's all type of different substance abuse, but it wasn't alcohol, it wasn't marijuana. You know, uh, he was a dope fan. You know, the owner was a dope fan of the shop. So all the barbers were skilled. Shortly after that, we had dope boys coming down there talking about, you know, the shop getting extorted, this, that, and the other, based on the actions of the owner and some of the things that he did. It was so bad that he was pocket watching his own clients, like the braiders. Everybody know that if you do like African braids or any type of braids, it's time consuming. And that client usually pays anywhere from $250 to $200. So he'll sit there and basically just stalk Stalk the braider, stalk, stalk the client, talking, very unprofessional. And then even with the the, style, the stylists as well, you know, here hover around the stylists and the clients. It's cool to have conversation in the shop. It's cool to get to know the clients in the shop. But you can't just 
make yourself readily available at the disposal where you infringing on the stylus client relationship. And it was a level of unprofessionalism that that was outrageous. So, but among the stylists, the barbers, the braiders, everybody got along on the weekends or whenever we close up the shop, we'll pull down, pull down the, the shed and we'll have parties in there. We'll drink, we'll do whatever, but you know, it was not on a business level, you know. Once the doors was closed, they was closed. So, uh, also, uh, I gotta get into the episodes that happened, and some of the episodes that happened in the shop. So, the owner, he already stole the dryer from the shop. So, it was a young lady that came to the shop, and she was like, hey, you know, I need a perm, but I need my my side shade, you know, taping in the back, taping on the side. So anybody that has any type of idea what a taper is, a taper is a little bit above the ear and the back of the nape when you cutting hair. So what he did was he cut the girl's hair first. He cut it with the sharp clippers lined up and everything. Then he gave her a perm. He let the perm set in this young lady's hair for longer than the set amount of time. She had a very coarse hair texture, so it really didn't have to sit that long. So he, he let the perm sit in her hair for like maybe 40, 45 minutes. He didn't use any type of acid balance shampoo to wash her hair out. And he really messed her hair up. So I wasn't there when the process was actually getting done. But the client came back the next day with her boyfriend. She had a scalp around her head. Bumps. All her hair fell out and her boyfriend was hot. So he was looking for the manager. So I was like, I'm the manager, but you know, I, I ain't do your girlfriend hair, so, you know, I'm sorry that it happened. I'm, I reimbursed the lady and the shop had insurance, but she didn't go that far as to suing the owner, but it was a bad experience nevertheless. So let's just talk about sanitation. Sanitation is one of the key ingredients when you working in a shop or any type of barber, medical, nail tech, any type of field where you servicing the people, sanitation is very important. So let me tell you a little bit about the shenanigans at this shop. The shop owner will use the same razor on a client, not only all day, a whole week. I'm not talking about a conventional razor where you where you strap it and you you know hook it up, put it on a stone, make it sharp. No, I'm talking about disposable razors, 
like the dark holes, the Dianas, the Pasanas. He used one blade for a whole week on all the clients, and he wondered why the blade wasn't sharp. Y'all, I can't make this shit up. So, like I said before, you know, it was all type of shenanigans. You know, he owed people money. Like I said before, the shop owner was a dope fiend. He was turning tricks in the shop, all type of shit. So, it was real crazy. Real crazy. So, I'm just going to tell y'all one of the incidents that I had with him. So, since I worked a regular job, you know, I do my shift at my regular job, and then I come in and cut my clients after work. So, him having all of these dope thing tendencies and all of that, you know, I got my promotion stuff, my cards, all of that. You know, I'm passing them out everywhere. They got my work on there. Everybody know when you're a barber or a stylist, advertisement is key to everything. It's the most important part of marketing besides a walking client. So I'm wondering like, damn, I got like 2,500 flyers and ain't nobody coming in. So while I was at work, the people was coming in and he was fucking them up. So everybody who got my car, they was like, man, don't go to that shop. He's scarring and fucking up people. And the way that I found out is I was out there passing out my flyers. You know, I wasn't doing nothing. I was promoting, looking good, smelling good, bald head, beard trim, the whole nine. And they was like, man, I ain't coming back in there. Dude, fuck me up. The light-skinned dude, I ain't coming to that shop. I was hot. You know, I'm paying my booth rent and you fucking up my clientele at the same time. That shit crazy. So when I wasn't there, he was fucking up my my normal clients too. But you know, clients are loyal and you know, it'll get back. So it was a couple of episodes where the lights got cut off. Um, he didn't pay the rent for five or six months, but his mom had a bag. So he was telling all of the all of the braiders, the stylists, the other barbers that, you know, he couldn't pay the booth rent because I wasn't paying no booth rent, all right? So it was 10 stations in there. You charging 100 a week, that's a rack. You know what I'm saying? So for, for a month, that's $4,000. The rental of the space was only like $650 a month prime location, everything. This is the perfect example of when you're giving something, people don't know how to appreciate shit, but in closing, he was a real fucked up owner, real fucked up. So I I wound up leaving the shop because of all of these shenanigans and shit. You know, I even left my clientele to travel all the way to the west side of Chicago and start cutting hair and doing it because it just was a shady situation. It was it was all type of shit going on in the shop. We had our regulars that come in, like, you know, the um the hypes, 
the boosters, you know, um, the superstars, the ballers, everything. You know, I really like working at that shop. It's no longer over open due to COVID, of course. But, you know, this is just an episode about sucker shit. I might do a part two about this and go into it more in depth. So if y'all want to see a part two of sucker shit, hit me up on my Instagram, The Real Riders on Instagram, or hit me up on Twitter at Huntside Music, or email me at bookingwriters at gmail.com. Or leave a message on all streaming platforms if y'all want to hear part two of Sucker Shit. Peace. We dropping the mic on Riders Live. Never allow someone else to devalue your worth. Paperwork make the plan work. Don't forget that. This is Black History Month. We're going to have a lot of good topics. And a lot of good episodes for the month. Keep listening. I appreciate y'all. We're going to take y'all up out of here with Debo Mac, the courtship. Peace.
She working me over easy, she don't wanna be sleazy Just call my name, I quench thirst like a Fiji The pleasure is all mine You never get wetter, I study your body like I'm prepping for midterms In the Ivy League, did I mislead by mentioning that I'm a freak? I'm subtle talking about it when it's time to speak But my goal is to help you find your peak and pass that Till you forget about the last cap Never considered toxic, understanding my logic I'ma get you right just like an antibiotic I meant it when I said that I got it, it's not a problem We can do whatever, I respect your mind and what you stand for Girl, you about the prettiest thing I laid my eyes on I'm so motivated myself, I miss out on the good things Trying to chase my wealth, I laid lips on it Then I got beside myself with the heat check The moment is right now, it's more like a dice game I'm laying the smack down, I know what I'm looking for No way I'ma back down, she feeling the same way Both got her eyes locked, the timing is right now No looking in my clock